is looking for firefighter candidates who speak multiple languages. I'm Christy Kane. The Dow down 32, NASDAQ down 22, S&P down 10. After numerous sex assault accusations, Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson suspended for the first six games of the upcoming season. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir confirms 35 people have died in record floods. Hundreds are still unaccounted for, but that could change. About some good news. Cell service is getting back up. Absolutely critical in response to a disaster. Helps people find their loved ones. It will lead to more good news. Still, recovery is a struggle. Right now, there's still two foot of water in there. The refrigerator's turned upside down. The stove's turned over. The deep freezer's upside down. A washer and the dryer's laying on their back. The beds is floated around the room. And another round of rainstorms is now hitting the region. Meantime, the West is burning. I'm Steve Futterman. In just two days, the McKinney fire has burned more than 55,000 acres. It's rapidly spreading. When this fire came, it traveled from the top of that ridge downhill in the space of maybe 15 minutes. Chris Hodgson has decided to stay and do what he can to protect his home. It was just the most amazing terrifying thing you've ever seen. Two people have died throughout the West. There are now more than 50 large fires burning in 13 states. The Biden administration is now calling on China not to overreact if House Speaker Nancy Pelosi travels to Taiwan. The White House won't confirm Nancy Pelosi's expected travel to Taiwan, but National Security Council spokesman John Kirby came to the briefing room to get ahead of any reaction from Beijing. We urge China to, if she goes, to see this for exactly what it is, nothing new. Kirby says the U.S. remains committed to the one China policy, and he points to Newt Gingrich's trip to Taiwan when he was speaker. There's no reason that it should spark some kind of conflict. Still, China has warned of consequences. As CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The first shipment of grain has officially left Ukraine. About 22 million tons have been stuck there since the start of Russia's invasion. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres. The merchant vessel Razone is loaded with two commodities in short supply, corn and hope. The U.S. says it's sending more aid there soon. A Minnesota man faces murder charges for stabbing five people, killing one while tubing on a Wisconsin river. A judge set his bail today in court. In my judgment, uh, $1 million is an appropriate amount warranted given the fact that we have five victims with unknown prognosis, exception of one who regretfully has been fatally injured. That victim was a 17-year-old high school student. And a Texas man who stormed the Capitol on January 6th with a gun, helmet, and body armor has just been sentenced to 87 months in prison. It's the longest sentence so far for any rioter. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Well, good afternoon. It is 4.03. Thanks for driving along with us on this Monday, August the 1st, 87 degrees. Hey, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour, one of two men arrested back in the spring on charges of impersonating a federal agent has now flipped and has pleaded guilty. 
As WTOP's John Doman tells us, new information in the case has led to a new charge against the suspect. Now 40-year-old Arian Teherzadeh admits he was never a federal law enforcement officer, pleading guilty to conspiracy, a weapons charge, and a count of voyeurism. In a long plea hearing, he admitted he tried to act the part, trying to get close to members of the Secret Service and other federal agencies. He even provided apartments rent-free to some of them, though he never actually paid the rent on them. The voyeurism charge comes because he installed secret cameras at one of the apartments and recorded women having sex. Another man, 36-year-old Hader Ali, is still facing charges in connection with this. To Herzade promises to cooperate with the feds. John Dome in WTOP News. A D.C. nonprofit to help LGBTQ young people has apparently been fleeced by its executive director who left the country. Now the city's attorney general plans to hold Ruby Corrado accountable for the problems at Casa Ruby and will start by freezing the group's financial accounts. Carl Racine says Corrado fled the U.S. with tens of thousands of dollars while her workers and vendors have not been paid. He says Casa Ruby's operations suggest clear patterns of mismanagement, poor oversight and improperly using D.C. grants and donations. 405 D.C. health workers say residents with COVID need a fast way to be seen by a doctor and get a prescription to treat the illness. Well, now D.C. is teaming up with a telehealth service to do just that. D.C. Health unveiled plans today to partner with Color Health. It's a telemedicine service that allows patients to log on anywhere, talk with a doctor, and get a prescription for Paxlovid. That's the antiviral drug that targets COVID. The program is free to any D.C. resident who's 18 or older and tests positive for the disease. Here's how it works. Sick residents request a telehealth visit, fill out a short questionnaire, and within 5 to 30 minutes, they're contacted by a health care provider. What's more, the service is available seven days a week. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. There's a new COVID vaccine available for folks in Maryland, and it's produced by a Gaithersburg company. You can get it starting today. It is the newly approved Novavax vaccine, which injects proteins into the cells to strengthen your immune system. It's a two-dose vaccine that's been found to be 90% effective at preventing people from getting sick. It's only available to those 18 and older and was developed before Omicron began its infection spree. Virginia's health department plans to make it available in mid-August. Unclear if or when D.C. will offer it. Campaign 2022 now, WTOP. 21 votes. That's all that separates the Democrats in the race for Montgomery County Executive. This time, businessman David Blair leads incumbent Mark Elridge. However, the count won't be over for days. Montgomery County Board of Elections workers settled in for another day of counting mail-in ballots in the canvassing site in Germantown with some reminders on what to check for from Board Attorney Kevin Karpinski. You see a postmark that is after July 19. That needs to be referred. There are still thousands of mail-in ballots to process. Then later this week, the teams of elections workers will focus on the more than 8,000 provisional ballots remaining. The race between Democrats, County Executive Mark Elrich, and businessman David Blair has been neck and neck four years ago when the two went head-to-head. Elrich won by 77 votes. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. After traffic and weather, Deshaun Johnson was one of Watson was one of the most controversial quarterbacks in the NFL. Well, he's now suspended for the first six games of the season. We're going to talk about that case with USA Today's Christine Brennan in just a few minutes. So stay where you are. 407.
This is George Wallace, and you and I both know that when summer starts, your family doesn't stop. And Cox knows that as well. So they have new everyday low-price internet packages with the same speed and flexibility that you expect from Cox. And they include panoramic Wi-Fi equipment at no additional cost. It's internet that keeps up with you, all with no annual contract, which means no pesky early termination.